Welcome to the How to Pray segment of the Antioch Indie Podcast, where we take time every week to talk about tools and lessons to help you pray, model ways to pray, and host conversations with different people about what they're learning about prayer and how they are growing themselves. I hope this encourages and equips you and that you enjoy today's episode. All right, Chad Frege, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. I'm here. <laughs> welcome made it. to I the made How the to Pray segment of the podcast, where we are going to be talking about what, Chad? Prayer. How to pray is the answer. Yeah, so today's <laughs> segment is let's figure out how to pray from somebody that doesn't claim to know how to pray. <laughs> no, I think that's most no, people. Yeah, I know. No, I, I think that's why this is so good. When I reached out to you and asked you if you'd be interested in this, your response was, I don't know how I ended up on the list of yeah. people <laughs> to pray. <laughs> Which is awesome because it yeah. was like, wow, cool, I got on this list, but I don't really <laughs> know how to pray. But then again, I feel like everyone says, I yes. don't really know how to pray. So I was like, yeah, I'll yeah. talk about it. I mean, out of the first group of people I reached out to, I think there was one person who was like, yeah, this yeah. is going to be awesome. And everyone else was like, oh, I'm a little nervous about yeah. this. I'm not an expert, which is great because like we talked about in the, the first episode, the point of this is not to like bring the experts on and say, here's all the things I'm great at. And don't you feel worse about your own prayer life yeah. now that you've listened to me? Yeah. Like, that's no fun. Exactly. So the, the whole premise of all of this is that we're all learning to pray. <laughs> like, we know prayer is awesome. Prayer is awesome. And most of the time we're fairly uncomfortable doing it. So, or just don't know what to do or we want to, but don't know. It's just, it is what it is. So yeah. let's talk about it. So um, I was actually excited that you responded the way that you did. It was like, I don't. I don't know if I'm the expert to bring <laughs> in on my this. exact words. Were, well, can we just talk about like speaking in tongues or yeah. something instead? Because <laughs> yes. to me, it's like right. that's crazier and there's <laughs> no like real definition of that. You know, it's like you don't have to do it this way. Right. So but prayers like, yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll do that and we'll do that in a little while. We'll do it. Not not today. But yeah. We'll do another one on tongues for sure, for sure. But first of all, we need some background on Chad Freegee. Yeah. Uh, how did Everyone you get knows my wife. They yes, don't know everybody me. knows your wife. Yeah, Karis is famous. Uh, how did you get your nickname X Factor in Man, high school, Chad? X Factor. I think they should ask uh, you instead of me. <laughs> I so didn't give it to some, you. Some some kid named Andrew and some other <laughs> kids. Uh, it wasn't you. They wasn't would me. they would throw up the the X while I played basketball because I wasn't like the best basketball player, but like. I helped the team. Oh, you're like, good. Everybody thought you were good, at least. Yeah, at least they <laughs> thought it was. Like they think I know how to pray. Whatever. Yeah, you're you're saying that. Athlete of the year, Heritage Christian School, yeah, circa 2005. 2005, ladies and gentlemen. Man. So the man, the, the myth, the legend, Chad. X Factor. <laughs> Glad the X Factor could make it on oh, today. Oh man, always a good day when I the still X Factor myself that. <laughs> if you ever called yourself yeah, that, true. even back it's in the true. day, that would be myself that would be something else. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's talk about prayer, Chad. Let's do it. So, I love uh, prayer. from so Chad and I have been friends since high school. Chad discipled me when I was a freshman in high school. You were a senior. Yeah. And I don't know why even you ever early, did that. It was le- it was earlier than that. You were in middle school. I thought it was my freshman year. Yeah. No, you were. Oh. You were younger. We I would mean, at least hang out at least. I've been. When yeah. You were yeah. In yeah. School. Yeah. Totally. Because it was my sophomore year we started hanging out. Yeah. My sophomore year of high school. So that would have put you in what grade? Well, no, we st- anyways. Yes, okay. Details. <laughs> Details. It's neither here nor there. Apparently, I've been sharing my testimony wrong for the last 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll write your testimony <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah, thank you. Let's just lay it. Hey, we're both right. Yeah. <laughs> we're both right. What this I really want to say is. <laughs> this is. Chad's going to be back next week, yeah. too. <laughs> exactly. We're on like a 
<laughs> afternoon show. Anyways, we really need to talk about <laughs> prayer. We should do this every day. Gosh. Okay. So the my point in bringing all that up was not to nail down the first time we had breakfast, but my point was saying that in high school, when you were in high school, you were trying to walk with God. Yeah. You were you were growing and spending time with God and living holy and just like pursuing all of that stuff. So um <coughs> what so it's been a long time that you've been yeah. like actually trying to walk with God because uh, you were in high school ages yeah, ago. Ages You're ago. like real long, old. You're 33? 33. 33. Not ashamed of it either. Love, Congratulations. love getting older. Yes. So um, they we may be picking up the ladies in the background. We okay. may not be. So what am I trying to say? Yes. So it's been a long time that you've been walking with God. What's kind of the ups and downs been of prayer – since you started walking with God, because I know for me, as I look back over the last 10 years of walking with God, prayer kind of goes in waves. Sometimes yeah. I feel like I've, I'm really doing a good job, whatever that means, or I'm doing it more, or I feel like I've got a little bit of a grasp on it. And then there's seasons where I'm like, I look back on it. It's like, I don't know if I don't know what that was, Yeah. but what about for you? Exactly. That's a good question. Um, I, I would say even lumping more than just prayer in there. When I started walking with God, it was, um, and I'll take it back to what we prayed this morning during our 6.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, fasting time was realizing Jesus was there. Yeah. And um, for me, it was whether I was reading my Bible, whether I was praying, like realizing I was actually talking to someone. Mm. Like I was actually reading a living word. I was actually – so in high school, when my faith started coming alive, that's really what made it come alive too because I grew up in a Christian home, Christian yeah. school. It was opening the Bible. I remember a few times. Um, this is this is really random, but uh, a guy that actually works with me now, uh, Jimmy Ryan. Yeah. He was babysitting me of all <laughs> things. My parents were out of town, <laughs> yes. and he was uh, he was staying. And I so I walked into a room. He was like in the other room, like getting ready or something. And he w- had been spending time with God, and he had like a candle going and like the lights off, but his Bible was open. So I sat down and read the Bible. And the presence of God was, like, so thick in the room. I just started wow. crying. And, like, it was, that was, like, freshman year of high school or wow. something. And I was like, this is so real. Mm. This is – and so it was getting little tastes of that that even launched me into, well, I want to talk to this person. Mm. I want to spend time with – like, I didn't know it was like this. I thought yeah. every time you read your Bible and it's, like, a disciplined thing, it's – and no one really modeled that for me because my dad loved Jesus and, like, yeah. was a great uh, – just he discipled me, but it was more of it needed to be my own from a relational standpoint. Mm-hmm. So prayer, um, I can – I'm pretty good at the disciplines of life. Yeah. But that's where I get off in prayer is when I try and make it too much of a discipline because right. I can do the whole – Let's pray for 60 seconds, and then mm-hmm. we're going to do that three times a day or whatever. And I just – I've tried the routines. I've tried the rhythms. And when I first and foremost keep the person in front of me, person of Jesus, right? Um, it's what kind of spurs me on. That's I'm awesome. Not sure if I really answered No, the no, I think that's great because I think I've seen that for me too. Like I pray so much differently when I consider the fact that Jesus is in the room yeah. than when, I'm, when he's like – far off or really big or somebody who I've yeah. got to impress with my prayers or whatever. It's just a totally different ball game. Yeah. Do you ever have, do you, do you ever sit down to pray and y- you literally envision the distance between you and like heaven? 
and mm-hmm. it's kind of like I've got to cover this yes. whole distance right. to get my prayers there. Yeah. And I'm just in my mind, sometimes I have that false, like I'm praying <coughs> and my prayers are just shooting up to heaven, yes. you know, or like totally. they're going, yes, they're going to heaven. Right. But like we don't understand that we're like I I feel like almost we're talking right now. Totally. That the Lord's just kind of like, okay, keep keep on. What, yeah. what do you want to talk to me about? And yeah. I just miss that most no, of the time. That's so good. I th- it's making me think of something else too. Like there's kind of these two sides. There's like real revelation of Jesus is huge in prayer. Like yeah. that he's here, that he isn't far off, that he yeah. like actually loves me and isn't just like waiting on me to pray the right prayer or whatever. Like so the revelation of Jesus, but I think the other thing is like I think equally or also there's like the revelation of my own identity in 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 yeah, God man. that totally changes the way that i pray it's one thing to think about the fact that he's close and that's great but then there's also like um okay great now he's sitting here and he's still judging me yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> but sure. being like whoa he's sitting here and yeah. i am adopted in yeah. to his family and he is inviting me into the kingdom right now yeah. i don't know so like what have been some kind of maybe pillar moments that you look back on over the last however many years for either one of those things that you think have changed the way you, you just walk with God in general, because then that as a byproduct will change how you pray, but maybe significant moments where you had a a revelation of Jesus kind of dropped or a revelation of who you are in Christ kind of dropped and shifted things for you. Yeah. I think one of the biggest shifts for me, and this kind of gets into my personal testimony and, hearing your testimony i'm sure you can probably relate to this is most of even middle school high school there was always that like kind of block in prayer for me because most of my prayers were asking for forgiveness for sin and it was like a i just never got got past that in prayer it was Mm. always like lord i'm so sorry i did this again or i'm so sorry for my impure eyes or whatever and it was like and I, I was um, in a in a meeting my junior year of high school, um, junior or senior year, and I was in a prayer meeting uh, just with some youth people, and yeah. I, it was one of the, the clearest visions or pictures that I've gotten from God, wow. and he, uh, it's funny because I'm in water treatment now, yeah. but I, I got the picture of a pipe, and it was all clogged with mm. like junk and debris. And I saw the water come rush through that pipe, and it broke all this stuff up, mm. and uh, and water just started rushing. And I f- immediately I felt like the Lord said, "I'm cleaning you out to be a pure vessel for mm. me." And like after that, it was so cool to because I walked in so much more purity, so much. Yeah. Uh, it was just walking with. It was almost like a baptism in the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. type thing. And um, after that. It was cool to not have to waste the first <laughs> 10 minutes of every prayer time, every, wow. you know, every time I open my Bible of, like, getting through the first 10 or 20 minutes of condemnation, yeah, you know. Totally. And, like, it's just cool so how the Bible's true. Sin brings death, and, like, Jesus brings life. And the more, like, right. of Jesus I get, the more I'm just walking in mm. life. And so that impacted me from the standpoint of, being able to build upon foundations and not just having to be cut every time. Wow. Um, so as that progressed into college, there was um, kind of specifically going back to prayer, you start to really go through real life circumstances. Yeah, right. I right. met this girl my freshman right. year of college. And it was like, 
I was telling this story the other day. <laughs> I'll, I'll get off track here for a second. Uh, this girl walks into my my Christian scriptures class in at Baylor, if, like first class of college, and she walks in, and I was like, Chad, don't look at that girl. I was like, <laughs> there's no way she loves Jesus. Like, because I was trying to walk with God. I was like, I'm not about to get a girlfriend, but I, that girl for sure doesn't love God. And Karis hates when I tell this oh, story. Man. And so I was like, I just ignored her. <laughs> so then like a few days later, I go to an Antioch uh, party, like a volleyball <laughs> function, right. you know, just kind of hanging out with people. And she shows up. Oh, and I'm like, man. oh, no. And those types of things are, are just in my heart. Like, wow, God, I, can, I need to hear your voice because I really like this girl. Like, I'm like falling in love already. I'm skipping ahead, but... It's like one volleyball party. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you start to realize that God loves to be involved in such intimate details in your life. Right. The things that you think are silly, the things that you think are stupid to pray about. And so when you start talking about and they are silly, like American type things, like what's my major going to be in college? You know, it's (laughs) like, right. But that's a big deal. Yeah. And so I started seeing these milestones in my life to. Uh, bring before the Lord, yeah. and then um, obviously, then I got married and started having kids, and it's just like I think that's why the Bible talks about sanctification because it's like you just take it. It's a journey. Mm. Like I'm never where I'm at today. I hope that I'm not there tomorrow, yeah, right, even, right, but like yeah. let alone five years from now. So with prayer, I feel like it's the same way. Um, so fast forward, you know, almost ten years from then is it all everything that happened with Cade yeah it was like that was a defining moment in, right. in my whole life from yeah. the standpoint of prayer yeah I, I wanted to ask you about that so like you know life <coughs> was what it was obviously going through Cade's treatment and diagnosis and the whole deal yeah is was huge and I remember talking to you you know as the as the last 18 months were happening or you know 15 months or whatever it was just walking with you in that and asking you, you know, what you were learning, how you're doing and all that kind of stuff. And for both you and Karis, I mean, time with God was, was the anchor. I mean, that's what got you all through. And it was amazing for all of us close to you to, to watch you hunker down in the place with God and, and then to be able to see the testimony of like that. I mean, he got you through that and, you guys are doing well and all, I mean, it was just, it was amazing, but specifically in prayer, what, what were maybe some of the, even some of the cycles that you went through, because I'm sure it was really different the day the diagnosis happened and in the following days when surgery was happening and then whatever it was like a week later, radiation starts. And then that was two weeks. And then, and then the long haul of chemo of, you know, the, the next whatever yeah. it was, 12 months or something of that. Yeah. Like, I'm sure that sometimes you were pumped, sometimes you were <coughs> really down. Yeah. What was just, what was what was it like to pray through that? Yeah, that's a great question. The, um, I think what I learned at the very beginning, and I guess looking back, what, I, what I've taken away most, but it happened specifically at the beginning, I'll share a quick story, is we all read these prayer books, we have like a prayer theology or, hey, you, sh- you should approach God this way mm. or you should talk to God this way or you shouldn't talk to God this way. Right. We like to have that opinion mm. until your kid gets cancer. Wow. And then it's like, then then how are you supposed to talk to God? Are you supposed to, are you supposed to uh, 
say, please heal my son? Or are yeah, you supposed right. to pray, like, you better do this? <laughs> or am I supposed to be angry? It's right. We like to have all these strategies, but then when <laughs> you actually get through, it's like a basketball game almost. Yeah. You like to, you're in practice, and then you get thrown in the game, and you forget everything. Yeah. And it's, but it was almost the opposite. I from think it was a boxer, a famous boxer one time who said, everybody's a game player yes. until you get punched until in the face. It is exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll, I remember, and it, it is kind of a, even for our friendship, it's a defining moment, but just even in my life and with Cade, that first, I think it was the first night we got diagnosed, and then I was spending the night, and you yeah. came, and you were like, you're willing to spend the night with me, whatever, and I was like, no, go home, but like you stayed, and you, you prayed, mm-hmm. and I, I'll never forget, we, Cade was asleep, yep. and we had some music going, and we got down, and I didn't really know what to say, I, mm-hmm. I had s- it was still, you felt like somebody did punch you in the face and you didn't know what to think, but yeah. I, I'll never forget your prayer, which became my prayer, was, God, you have to heal Cade. Mm. It's like, God, you have to come. Mm. And it's, at that point, it almost feels like audacious to say, but it didn't feel that way at all. Yeah. It was like, it's like, you know, it's like you need money and you have mm. a really rich father type mm. thing. Like, you know, he, he has plenty of money type thing. Mm. And um, so I think that was probably the defining thing for that period of my, my walk the past year or so is like, God just wants to talk to me, mm. but he also, I felt like he specifically asked Karis and I to pray big prayers mm-hmm. and to, to not be ashamed of praying big prayers because He's a big God. Yeah. And so that prayer from the beginning, I think, helped define, okay, we decided to go through chemo, so let's pray specific things about chemo, which chemo is terrible. Right. You know, like, right. it is not a good thing. Right. But, like, Lord, we felt like we were supposed to go down this path, and so, like, would you direct chemotherapy right. to kill every cell it's supposed to? And to protect the ones that you know it's not mm. in his body because they give you all these uh, side effects and yeah. everything. So like we had plenty to pray about, mm. and it was kind of being just willing to be foolish. I guess is the best way to say it. Like to pray foolishly, mm. and like that night when you started praying, it was almost a foolish prayer. Yeah, but I was totally okay with it because right. I was a desperate man. Yeah, yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. So I think thanks I know for coming that night. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. I, yeah, I remember you kicked me out. I was kind of mad. Yeah. <laughs> I brought peanut butter and jellies and everything. Yeah. <laughs> you were ready to stay. <laughs> I was like, pull up on the floor. Yeah. I think uh, you know, for so many of us who walked through the whole journey, you know, together and with you guys, I think that we could probably all come in here and share what did we learn about prayer through all of that. Mm. You know, I think because yeah. everybody, one thing that was really interesting. Um, going over those months and walking alongside you guys as friends, but then also the church and everything and the different fasts we did or worship nights and prayer nights or just times Heather and I were praying or whatever times we'd get together. There was so much prayer that happened and it was uh, so interesting to be a part of so many different people praying in different ways. Yeah, that's true. That I think was, I think that, that I don't have some great conclusion from that, but it's just, fascinating that God is so uh, so 
dynamic in, yeah. in the fact that you know every single one of us is unique and so we all pray uniquely and i think that's something that is encouraging because that's i think something that keeps us back from praying is like you know somebody looks at you or whatever yeah. and is like well whether they know you or not you know you could be the guy in somebody's head who's like well i bet chad preji really knows how to pray yeah. he's been through some stuff exactly uh i, I probably I, I don't know how he prays but i probably don't pray like that yeah so i'm probably gonna just yeah. stop now but that's just so not the case not and the god case. Is, god just welcomes us in because i remember so many times you know you're in a room with eight different people and everybody's at eight different places emotionally eight different places in their faith for the thing that you're praying yeah. for or eight different places on what they care about. Like some people want to know what are the medical details I want to pray for. Yeah. And some people are on the other exactly. side, they're like, forget all that. We just need the, yeah. we need the resurrection of God. <laughs> you know. And I had the same revelation during that time because we would receive all these cards or emails or, and uh, I was so blessed by every, mm. that's like Baptist people, Presbyterians. I had a, Everybody. a Greek Orthodox church here in town send us a prayer, sh- like shawl they had prayed over. Wow. And like a teddy bear that had, it says like literally this bear has been sitting in our services. Oh, wow. Like soaking up prayer and whatever. I didn't care so what it was. Powerful. I was like, I'm going to put this bear next to my Seriously. son. You know, like I don't care who's praying. Come on. They're praying to Jesus, yes. you know. So it's like totally. I'm I'm in on it. For real. And it was just, it was cool just to see because I know here at this church, like we love the body of Christ. And mm-hmm. it's a good picture yeah. of if you, if you love Jesus, <laughs> we're yeah. like we're on the same page, yeah. man. But, like, yeah. prayer, I am so, like, for me and you, we're so different. Yes. Like, even this morning, yeah. like, you, I'm, I love pacing around, too, but yes. y- you mentioned or you saw uh, this morning most people were sitting down. Right. Like, I know you are always going to want to right. to go back and forth. For yep. me, I'll go back and forth, but I'm not going to be, like, animated during mm-hmm. prayer. I think your dad's a lot yeah, of the same right. way. My dad would be the same way. Mm-hmm. It's like there's people that love God that, like, I'm not going to always do that. Does it make me above, below, whatever? And we get caught in that comparison so trap huge. of, man, Andrews, he must really know how to pray. Right. You can literally have those thoughts while you're in a no, prayer meeting. Right, right. Like, and wow, you're like pacing around thinking, I don't know how to pray. <laughs> and, and <I'm laughs> exactly. Like, it's like, wow, that person just prayed really loud. It was yeah. probably really good. <laughs> and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just not helpful. Uh, so I think it's cool to talk about how everybody prays differently. But then I think the other thing that is interesting, and maybe this is the last thing we'll talk about, and I don't know if you really have much to say about it, but I think even just in watching you and walking with you over the whole treatment thing, um, it's just such an easy, you know, mile marker to reference back to. But you, even you, or I know I did too, you, you personally pray differently at different times. It's not like, um, you know, so you say I, I pace around a lot. I don't do that all the time. You know, there's plenty of times where I'm not doing that for whatever yeah. number of reasons. And I think that's really interesting. I think there's a journey in that as well of realizing that, like, I don't have to stay in my lane and for God to accept my prayers. Like, I yeah. remember, you know, we'd be together and you'd be uh, full of faith and praying yeah. all these specific things. And then I remember one time uh, Kate had gone in for a chemo treatment or something. You guys were in the waiting room. And there was another little girl there getting chemo, and some of the chemo spilled uh, or yeah. something. And so they come in, hazmat suits, yeah. the whole deal, and they, like, rip out the floors, yeah, throw everything away. It's like <coughs> everybody out, this stuff is 
this stuff is dangerous. It's gonna kill you, yeah. And I remember you just being like, you were like, you you were saying that you were standing there thinking, wow, that's the stuff they're putting in my son. Yeah. And it was just kind of like the only thing you had in that moment was like, God. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. Uh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But that's just as much as a faith-filled, powerful yeah. prayer as anything else. And I think it it's uh we j- can just get in our own heads mm-hmm. so much rather than just trying to let Jesus get in our heads like yeah. all right Lord like let's hang out like yeah. I want to like you just start this just like I would on a date with my wife <laughs> you know you imagine if I just started like talking to her for the <laughs> next like hour and didn't let her talk at all or just I've like, never done that yeah she, she gets in the car <laughs> I've never done that either so <laughs> yeah, right. she uh she would probably be the opposite right and uh which is not a good thing um but for me it was just learning to be at like to be with Jesus to to be at peace with him and sometimes that is like let's do this God and mm-hmm. so I remember there were a lot of days or a lot of mornings I'd wake up it was still dark outside and I'd go walk in front of my yard and my neighbors have to think I'm crazy yeah, I'm right. walking up and down my my uh, little concrete driveway mm-hmm. thing and they're like leaving for work and I've got headphones in and I'm right. like you know Getting praying and because I'm in that place but there's other times where I am sitting in my chair and just like not knowing what to say and just like asking God like to be with me yeah and I think like that's a type of prayer totally. like Lord just be with me like yeah and then I'll never forget the uh, we got the second set of scans and um you know for those of you that know our story, the scans didn't turn out very good, and they said, "No, there's some new spots." And yeah. and uh, so Karis and I just didn't really know what to do. They had given us a pretty um, grim outlook. Hey, if this is true, this is what it's going to look like, and it was like almost like nearing the end type conversation. It was not a easy conversation, and so that next morning, I was all by myself again. Again, the rhythm of getting with God, you yeah, know, like so just because this terrible thing happened doesn't mean I'm not going to spend time with you. Mm. It was the opposite of like, okay, Lord, you've got to have something for me. Like we, we were like getting ready to finish treatment. We were thought we were done, and then all of a sudden we get this boom. So I'm laying on the ground in my room, which I don't do often. Yeah. Some people do it all the time. Right. Some people don't. And to me, I was just like, that was my posture that day. Like, Lord, what do I do? And that was my my prayer kind of language style that morning of, like, what am I supposed to do? Mm. Like, what what are you doing? Yeah. God, you've given us so much truth, so much, so many promises. Like, what where do I go from here? And the f- some verse in Samuel popped in my mind. Hmm. And it was, uh, and I looked it up. I had no idea what it was. And it was the verse of uh with david with ziglag or whatever when Mm -hmm. the lord tells him to to go um um is it david am i getting that right i think so uh and he goes and tells him to go conquer the like Mm -hmm. remember the people had um uh, overcome and stolen their wives and their children and everything and he's like he's tearing his clothes and like but the lord said go for you will overtake them them Mm. and that you will conquer them and Mm -hmm. you know take their stuff and you'll you know it was it was like an empowering right time for me because i didn't know what to do and the lord gave me the scripture to 
that I had to believe was from him because mm-hmm. I hadn't read that story. And, I, of course, I told Karis, and she's like, I had already been believing that yeah. since the beginning. It's <laughs> like, well, why don't you share that with me? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it was just a what if I what if I hadn't prayed that morning? Yeah, right. right. I would have been totally really discouraged. Right. And I wouldn't have given God the opportunity mm-hmm. to fill me with faith again because I had right. never been lower in my whole entire life yeah. than that, that morning, that night before. Yeah. But I gave God the opportunity to speak because I was willing to pray. Mm-hmm. I was willing to at least do it. And yeah. that's as we were talking, you know, through email recently, it was that's my my advice for prayer is we just have to do it. Yeah. But let's just do it in the posture of like meeting with God. Right. Let's say like we're just going to go talk to Jesus. But let's actually do it. Yeah, right. And that's where I fall short sometimes mm-hmm. is I don't actually do it. Yeah. It sounds great. So right. like, I'll just be with God and just <laughs> talk to God. <laughs> totally. It's like, let's do it. Yeah. And that's great. So that's why I have an app on the, my yeah. phone that helps me. Yes. So in two minutes or less, tell us about what you've been doing recently to help you keep in rhythm. So um, I get a f- reminders twice a day from this app called Echo. Um, it's a prayer app. E-C-H-O. E-C-H-O. And you make a little list. You can do, for those of you watching this uh, on YouTube, you can make a list and pray, and you can set a timer. Um, you know, usually you can do anywhere from 10 to 60 minutes to, like, infinite. You can pray yeah. all day long if you want. <laughs> but it'll set a timer. So I, I'm like, okay, here's my, my quiet time. I mm-hmm. want to at least read the word for this amount of time, mm-hmm. and here's my rhythm. Um, so I want to see how long am I actually, like, almost as a discipline, like, I want to pray for these things. Mm -hmm. So, again, I'm not trying to set too many boundaries, but for me, I needed the discipline of I should at least be praying, you know, 10 minutes, 20 minutes for these things. I want to pray for for these things for that long, not like, hey, I want to achieve this. It's like, hey, these are big things, and they deserve my It's helping you accomplish what you really want. Yeah, and so now the the timer will go off, and I realize – it's already gone, right, and I'm right. only three things into my yeah. list or whatever. So it's helped me a lot to not only have a list, mm-hmm. um, have a timer, but it also reminds me uh, a few times a day. And that reminder, basically, I don't go re-pray through my list. It's it's as our pastor in Waco, Jimmy Cyberdo, mm-hmm. used to say, it's acknowledging the presence of God more yeah. than anything. Awesome. I know he has a watch that does that on the hour. So. Yeah. That's, so that's good. what it is for me. So it's just called Echo. Yep, Echo. Echo. Echo, Echo app, if you're interested. Awesome. Why don't you pray for us real quick? Close yeah, us out. Thanks for do. being here. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you love to talk to us, mm-hmm. Lord. Thank you that you're alive. You're moving. Lord, thank you for what you're doing uh, in our church. I'm just so thankful for our, our body. Thank you for Andrew. Lord, thank you for uh, his heart even to uh, just disciple us in, in prayer and to bring people on to speak about this. Lord, I pray that you would teach us to pray. It's the same same thing that's been uh, echoed through uh, just uh, from the foundations of the earth, it seems like, and even in the scriptures when the disciples and, and people would ask you, teach us to pray. Lord, that's what we're saying to you in this time. Lord, we, we know that you'll answer, and um, yeah, we're just so thankful to to be one with you and to be able to know you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Chad Freegee. Yeah, thanks, man.
We hope you enjoyed today's episode of How to Pray. We would love to hear some feedback from you. Please comment on our YouTube channel, message us on Facebook or Instagram, and let us know anything that's encouraging you, and let us know any questions that you have about prayer that you would love to hear talked about and discussed in future episodes. Have an amazing day.